it's Sam and Scott from Ship It Studios Premier Wrestling Podcast, Above the Ring. And Sam, let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record their content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio-quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away, and it will sound like you're sitting in the same room. Did you know that it's as easy to use as Zoom, but it gives much higher quality audio and video recordings? Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a platform to put over for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using uh, Riverside.fm. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside.fm. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another SmackDown study. This is your SmackDown study for November 5th, 2021. And unfortunately, we're fresh off the heels of yet another Black Thursday. Another round of WWE releases. Some big names included. I will actually not talk about it tonight. Um, Sam and I, when we do our recording, uh, for above the ring, we'll go into detail. Uh, we'll talk about everybody that was released and where we think they might end up and maybe some fantasy booking. So look forward to that episode coming out this upcoming Monday, but tonight, tonight we're going to talk about SmackDown itself, a decent show, obviously, Things felt a little weird, especially after what had happened. And the crowd, though, was hot the whole night, which is which is good. Really made the show better. Because when the crowd's not there, sometimes it was very rough to watch the shows. Because the crowd noise really just makes it. So, but we'll get right into it. Show kicks off with our travel chief himself, Universal Champion, fresh off his one-week hiatus from the show. Roman Reigns with the bloodline and the wise man in tow. Gets in the ring. And uh, (laughs) we go through the whole normal bit where he wants the town to acknowledge him, and then he cuts right to business. He starts talking to Jimmy and Jay about what happened last week on SmackDown, where there was a match between the New Day and the Usos, with the New Day getting the win, and Roman wants some answers as to why that happened. So Jimmy's like, it's fine. I got you. I'll take on this so-called king. And we'll show them why the bloodline is, you know, we are the ones. So Roman seemed to be okay with that. But of course, when you talk about the king, 
And we all know, when you aim for the king, you best not miss. And Mr. Uh, Mr. Woods, the, the king himself, comes out along with Sir Kofi. And um, they make a challenge for this evening's main event. Of course, making all these tribal chief jokes, head of the table jokes, all these great jokes that King Woods and Sir Kofi are, are definitely known for. But tonight, it is going to be a bend the knee match, which I know sounds weird, but that's the stipulation. The winner of this match has to bend the knee, per se. So if King Woods wins, Jimmy would have to bend the knee to King Woods. But if Jimmy won, King Woods would have to acknowledge Roman Reigns. So some pretty decent stakes going on here. Obviously, Xavier Woods just winning King of the Ring. You don't really want to make him look weak, especially with how they've been running with him so far. But the main event looks pretty good. After that, we moved on to our first in-ring action of the night. It's women's action as Naomi looking for some retribution, taking on Shanna Baszler once again. And Naomi wins, or so we think. So Naomi does end up pinning Shayna, but Sonya, of course, in her latest power trip, comes out and says that, well, before the pin happened, Shayna technically grabbed the rope, which means it should have been a rope break, which means the move should have been, you know, hold should have been uh, released, and so the pin doesn't count. So the match has to get restarted. Match restarts. And Shayna immediately puts the sleeper on and out goes Naomi. So Shayna ends up getting the win, we'll say, with quotation marks. I'm not going to lie. I, I'm i very excited to see where this feud actually ends up because during the first match, we'll say, uh, Sony was taking all the credit for how fired up Naomi was and for how good she was doing. So it's interesting to see when we finally get a one-on-one. So either that or eventually will lead to Naomi joining the bloodline, which I really think should happen anyways, because I think the bloodline would be even better uh, with a female representative as well. So we'll see what goes on after that. After that, we had some more Zia Lee hype, another promo vignette for her to make her debut soon on SmackDown. They did then did an interview with Ridge Holland talking about how he's excited to meet Sheamus. Talks about Sheamus's past and what he used to do when you know he was overseas and yeah, with uh, all his all his buddies and drinking pints and everything. So that should be interesting. So here's what I kind of want to happen with this: I either want Ridge to have a ridiculous feud with Sheamus or to become tag team partners. 
that's pretty much what I want. I I can honestly expect that that first match between Ridge and Sheamus is going to be ridiculous. So we'll see what happens. After that, they did an interview with Shotzi Blackheart. And heel Shotzi is here. And it looks like the tank entrance is gone. So I'm looking forward to seeing what happens with this, uh, with Shotzi. Um, she made some pretty strong remarks. So I, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to assume that there's going to be a major change happening with her. Look, it's whether it's just going to be, you know, her hair will, will change. I'm assuming the green is not going to stick around. Um, it's just, I like where this is going, but on the same, same wavelength, I'm, I'm still like, mm, so we'll see, but I'm not going to judge it right off the bat. I'm going to wait to see what happens. Um, and then we'll go from there. After that, we had tag team action as Angel Garza and Humberto Carrillo, now known as Los Lotharios, taking on Mansoor and Cesaro. So this is like fresh out of, you know, WWE 2K universe mode. Random tag team partner thrown together. <laughs> um, the match was actually pretty good, obviously. You know, they have four good superstars. They're going to have a good match regardless. Um, the crazy thing was Cesaro eating the pin here. Uh, so uh, Los Lotharios getting their first victory as a official member of SmackDown. And um, I can see them going places. Maybe not right away, but eventually I can see them getting a, uh, a tag team championship match. I've always been a big fan of, the, of, um, of Garza. Uh, Angel Garza has been real fun to watch. Umberto has been a little slower on the uptick when it comes to how much I've enjoyed him. But since they put them together, it's been pretty good. So I'm pretty happy about that. After that, we had Drew McIntyre's open challenge once again. And so I wanted to know who would accept this open challenge. And by God, it was Ricochet. So this match absolutely insane i love the fact that you put ricochet on television doesn't matter win or loss you put him on for a good amount of time and he's going to entertain the shit out of people and he certainly did that tonight he took one of the greatest claymores that i've ever seen drew mcintyre deliver now this move I would say it's almost on par to the super kick he took from Adam Cole way back when, when they were at NXT together. That's how good this was, because for me, that's the pinnacle of taking a move from somebody. It was fantastic. Obviously, Drew getting the victory here, but Ricochet looked like a million bucks. So hopefully, eventually, he gets put into some feuds Maybe he starts to go after the mid-card title. We'll see. 
after that, we had another edition of Happy Talk with our special guests this week, the Viking Raiders making their first appearance on SmackDown. Well, this didn't exactly last as long as you would think. Uh, the Viking Raiders clearly not there to have fun. Clearly there to raid because they're Vikings and duh. <laughs> so we end up then going right into a tag team match. Um, Viking Raiders tore apart the, the Happy Talk set and then they went to commercial, came back, and we were having ourselves a match. So <clears throat> it ended up being Viking Raiders taking on both Baron Corbin and Mad Cab Moss. And the match ended in a count-out victory for the Viking Raiders because Baron and, and Moss had had enough, and they, they weren't going to deal with it anymore. So they they essentially just walked out. <laughs> um, <clears throat> after that, we had... A, an interesting conversation between Sami Zayn and the three remaining members of Hit Row. Um, obviously, BFAB being the other member that unfortunately was part of the release, yes, on Thursday. So it's it's weird. I'm not going to lie. The four of them together were absolutely priceless. They fed off of one another. They just, they look like literally like a complete group. And just having the three boys out there was just weird. It was just weird. But Sammy, of course, being the great uh, liberator as he is, talking about how he, you know, wants to show Hit Row the way. So they're like, oh, you want to show? All right, well, then go ahead and show us, you know, show us, you know, show us how good you are. So. Sammy then goes out towards the ring and the man starts rocking out to his new theme, which now that I've heard it in full blast, um, I hate the generic part of it at the end, or I should say after the initial part gets kind of like wound down. Um, I'm not a big fan of it. Yeah. But Sammy has basically a stroke while he's dancing around to his own theme, completely blows himself up, which is kind of hilarious in its own right. And after he's laying on the ground, he's like, that's how you do it. That's how you're staying in the moment. And then he goes and and, and introduces Hit Row. And then, of course, that iconic first Hit Row in the beginning is completely gone. Like, they've completely edited the song. They took out all of BFAB's parts in it. And it's just, like, the same, I don't know, five, ten seconds on repeat. It hurt real bad. But, so, the rest of Hit Row tried to make you know, some uh, some more jokes as they were going to the ring. And, of course, they turned it on Sammy, and they literally buried him, which was absolutely hilarious. Um, and then that was it. Sammy was worried about getting attacked, but Hit Row was like, no, no, we're not going to do nothing. You know, what's wrong? They gave, him a, they gave him a lane to take to leave, and he took it, ran away. And, you know, Hit Row did there, you know, if you didn't know, now you know, and it's still, it just, it just doesn't feel right. 
So hopefully they can turn it around. I know they're probably still, you know, upset with what had happened as well. So, I mean, I know like all the rest of us were as well. So, but I still have some hope for them. I do like the group. I think they'll do real well. Um, but only time will tell. Things are weird right now, as many of you who still follow WWE know. Uh, but our main event of the night was the bend the knee match, like I mentioned earlier. It was King Woods taking on Jimmy Uso, and this match was outstanding. Um, it's nice to see Jimmy getting some more exposure in the main event. Obviously, it's it's going to be difficult with the likes of main event Jay Uso and obviously the, the tribal chief himself. But I thought Jimmy did pretty good. Um, Woods hit this ridiculous top rope leg drop that, like, I, I think yeah, I think he borrowed Ricochet's legs for this jump because this man got some height. <laughs> Lands it flush, you know, gets a two count, and the match keeps going. Woods does end up getting the victory, which I kind of expected, but I still love that it actually happened. Then when Jimmy went to bend the knee after he tried to get out of it, and even the ref was like, no, 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 you, you, you got to, no, you got to bend the knee. This is, you know, you lost the match. This is what happens. So he goes to start bending and he's like stalling and stalling and stalling. And I'm like, where's Roman? And as soon as they said it, I literally said it out loud. And as soon as that happened, Roman slides in the ring. Superman punches. He Superman punches Xavier Woods so hard. The crown bounces off his head, off the mat, and disappears. We don't see it for the rest of the segment. Takes out Woods. Usos recover enough to take out Kofi. New Day tries to fight back. Kofi eats this ridiculous spear from Roman. And Woods gets taken out as well. And then uh, they do the Uso splash to the back of Kofi's leg multiple times, trying to maim him. While Roman is holding on to Woods' head, telling him to watch. After that gets done, Roman basically just turns to a fallen king and tells him, don't show up next week or else. So it's going to be interesting. I kind of want to watch Roman versus uh, versus Xavier Woods. I think that 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 would be outstanding. Um, but I don't know who honestly would win. They both need to be strong. So we'll see. But like I said, that was SmackDown. SmackDown was a decent show. Um, obviously, with the black cloud hanging over for what had happened on Thursday, moods were tempered and. You know, we'll see what happens going forward. Uh, but like I said, Sam and I will talk in depth when it comes to the releases uh, for Monday. So I hope you guys pay attention and listen to that. Uh, also, fresh off the presses, we here at, at Above the Ring did a two-part podcast with our friends over at Back to the Ring. And where we went back in time and we talked about TLC2. And both Sam and I picked the team 
and Zach and Riddler picked a team. And then we, you know, we, we prepped for the match. So episode one is out now. Uh, so I highly encourage you guys to go out and find uh, Back to the Ring and download it. Listen to it. It's fantastic. Get to hear all of us joking around, having fun with wrestling. We talk about the 90s you know, and just talk about the 2000s and just talk about the time period, what's going on at the time, and some good stuff. And then next week, right before Full Gear, Episode 2 will come out, and there are some special stipulations going into Full Gear, so you guys definitely going to want to make sure you listen to it as well. We're also going to have a poll that comes out for it so that we can determine uh, who you thought, you know, did a better job. So, but we'll get into that once next week rolls around. But other than that, if you guys don't already, please follow us on Twitter as Above the Ring. You can find us on Facebook, on Instagram, and on YouTube as Above the Ring as well. You can find myself pretty much everywhere as Scotty J Stream. You can find this podcast on basically every podcasting platform that is out there if you happen to listen to one that we're not a part of let us know we'll add ourselves to it that way you can do all your one-stop shopping for all your podcast needs and add a little bedlam to your day from above the ring guys thank you so much once again for listening i'll be all of a wonderful weekend full gear is right around the corner guys it's getting close and it's getting good so once again thank you most importantly, though, before you leave, don't forget to ship it and join the Bedlam. Have a good night. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason, and this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.